What is up, guys? Nick here, and welcome back to my little show called Nick's Picks. Now, right now, this week, week 15, into the NFL season, we got some interesting matchups. The Baltimore Ravens, to start off, have clinched with an 11-2 record. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been going off all year, 26 touchdowns to 5 interceptions. I believe he has at least 7 or 8 rushing touchdowns, close to 1,000 yards rushing, 977 to be exact. He's been unbelievable. He's got a good line, guys like Yonda, Ronnie Stanley. Um, He's obviously got a a good, you know, not a great receiving core. Obviously, Marquise Hollywood-Brown is really, you know, he's got a bunch of young options. He's got that Notre Dame receiver, Miles Boykin, the former guy. And, you know, tight ends are really good. He's got Mark Andrews. He's got Hayden Hurst. He's got uh, Nick Boyle, I believe his name is. And he's got a great running back in Mark Ingram. And, you know, their defense is good. Obviously, they lost C.J. Mosley, which was big for them which kind of sucked, but they didn't really hurt much. You know, they got they got a bunch of guys like Judon and, and you know, that nose tackle Michael Pierce, and they got the cornerback. Uh, you know, they got a couple good corners, Marlon Humphrey, Jimmy Smith, Earl Thomas. So they, get, they got some talent on that team. But Baltimore Ravens clinched the AFC North, which is awesome. And quick thing, quick thing to note, it's funny how coming to the year people projected the Browns to be 13-3, and and I said it myself as a Baker fan, I truly believed he would hit a sophomore slump. And boy, he has, to say the least, 15 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. Not very good for him. Obviously, Chubb's having a really good season. The interior line's good, but the out, I mean, he's not getting protection. Uh, Odell does not fit that offense well, and he's not, he hasn't gelled with Baker at all. And I'm a big Baker guy, and I don't think Odell, I'm not a big Odell guy either. You know, he's a great receiver, but at the end of the day, he's done nothing this year, and that's not all him to blame. Obviously, the offense, he doesn't fit. And Freddie Kitchens is a joke of a head coach. There's no reason with that roster and they're going to go 7-9, and nine. there's no reason for that. If that man is still a head coach in the NFL by this year, he'll get a chance as like an offensive coordinator, as he should, but he's not a head coach. He's Ben McAdoo 2.0, okay? I mean, he's, he's, he's a joke of a head coach. I mean, after the Miles Garrett incident, he said Mason Rudolph. He wore a shirt. Rudolph started it or something. I mean, there's no reason why a buffoon like that should even be on it, even near an NFL roster, although he will make a team, just not a head head coaching candidate. But who would have thought the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously with Delvin Hodges at QB, since Mason dome-crushed Rudolph, struggled. He did play well, but after that, that game against the Browns, he didn't play good after that. And, you know, Delvin Hodges hasn't done much as a QB. For a third stringer, he's been good, but, you know, their team around him with Juju Connor and that defense would make a Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush, uh, you know, TJ Watt is really good for a third string quarterback and, and, and maybe a shot at the playoffs is freaking unbelievable for the Steelers team. Who would have thought the Steelers with all the injuries they had, losing Brown, losing Bell, would be in second place? And who thought the Browns would be as bad as they were? And I'm pretty sure and I and I and I already knew the Bengals would be as bad as they were. So that's pretty easy thing to project. Now let's see week fifteen. First game up, we got the Dolphins and the Giants. Obviously, Danny Dimes isn't playing. Eli Manning is starting. He did look good against Philly. They lost a close game there in MetLife, 23-17. Zach Ertz had the only two touchdowns for Philly. Slayton had the only touchdown for the Giants. Now with the New York Giants with Eli Manning, the 38-year-old fossil quarterback, uh, he does not – He Slayton seems like he's got good chemistry no matter who's the QB. So he's a great – he leads all rookie receivers with seven touchdowns, about 650 receiving yards, 48 receptions or something like that. Evan Engram potentially being healthy would be great. Saquon has struggled. Obviously, that a lot could be said because Shermer can't utilize him the right way and the line isn't great. Uh, I'm not going to go over a complete breakdown of the entire team, but we all know the pass rush is terrible. The secondary is above average to good. Uh, the D-line, run-stopping is good. Generating pressure is good. But 
when your guys on the D-line in a 3-4 doing better than your linebackers, that's pretty pathetic. I mean, really, they got guys that could that could catch interceptions in Connolly and Ogletree, but they have no one to rush to pass her, and that's really, really bad on a team like the New York Giants. Uh, the Dolphins got Ryan Fitzmagic going. Devontae Parker's a breakout candidate. Their line isn't great, but Fitzpatrick's played well considering the circumstances. Their defense, you know, obviously the Dolphins are overall dumpster fire for team. They, you know, Charles Harris, Christian Wilkins, the two Ohio State Buckeye linebackers, Raekwon McMillan, and uh, who's the other guy? Jerome Baker are good Ohio are good guys to have. But that being said, this is going to be a close game. This is going to be back and forth. I, I don't know how. I don't think it'll be extremely high scoring, but I say Miami wins this game. I don't think the Giants are that good. And if as a final score projection, I would I I, I pretty sure I would say the final score of this game is the New York or Giants put up 24 points and the Dolphins put up 27. I just see the Dolphins winning this game. They I think they're the Giants have a better roster, but would you know, I I just don't see the Giants being anything worse than the, this is the second time in the last year 3 years and you get the number 3 pick in the draft. The Jets and the Ravens, I do think the Jets can provide a scare here. I do think Sam Darnold's a very good quarterback and he's just put in a bad situation, not a very good offensive line. The head coach is terrible, not knowing how to utilize Le'Veon Bell. Good, re- decent receiving core, not great, but decent. Robbie Anderson, Quincy Inunua. Obviously, the tight ends have potential, Hendren and Wesco, but they don't know how to utilize them the right way. The defense in the Jets is one of the best in the league. I do think they're going to confuse Lamar Jackson a little bit. That being said, I'm going to call an upset. The Jets pull the upset on the road. Uh, I'm going to say the Jets put up 23 points. The Ravens put up 20. I do. I really could see the Jets upsetting Baltimore. Now, the Eagles and the Redskins are here right now. You got Dwayne Haskins, hasn't done anything so far. He's had a couple good games, more bad than good. Uh, obviously, Dwayne Haskins doesn't have a lot to throw to. His line, Trent Williams, is he, is, is he even playing or no? I don't think Trent Williams is even playing. Or if he is, that'll be a big boost. Uh, Haskins, the front seven for Philly is pretty good. And the only way they've been able to win is Geis and Peterson. And obviously, the Eagles, Wentz isn't is good this year. But he can't really win football games. Their line is good. Their receiving core is very banged up. Another upset, I'm, I'm saying the Washington Redskins pull an upset. I say Dwayne Haskins has one touchdown, no interceptions. He doesn't do much. Or actually, no, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He has the best game of his career against one of the worst, if not the dead worst, secondary in football. Maybe second behind the Bengals. I say in this game, Washington Redskins pull off the upset. I say the final score of this game happens to be the Redskins put up... 17 points. The Eagles defense is, or the Skins defense is actually very underrated. The Skins put up, I say the Skins put up, or the Eagles put up 13. Maybe that's a little bit not a great projection, but I just don't see the Eagles. They barely beat the Giants, and the Redskins are probably a little better than the Giants, and I see I see the Skins playing good. Now you got the Red Hot Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans going up against the Houston Texans. Should I say Red Hot Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill? Mike Rabel's a very good head coach, former linebackers coach of the New England Patriots, or the Houston Texans. I know he came from the Patriots early on. Obviously, Corey Davis has f- failed to do anything in his career. A.J. Brown's played well. Delaney Walker being healthy is good. The offensive line is has struggled with the, losing a Quinn in Spain, but it's still a pretty good line. Um, obviously, the defense is good. Deshaun Watson, good QB, MVP candidate this year. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's got that tight end, Darren Fells. It's played well. They beat the Patriots. They're coming off a good week. That being said, this is this could be a back-and-forth game. I do say the Houston Texans get an overtime, last-second field goal victory. Uh, I say the final score of this game 
is the Texans put up 31, the Titans put up 28. I think it's be really close, but I think Houston's gonna gonna have the final say in this game. Uh, Denver against Kansas City. Um, obviously the the Chiefs, you know, with Patty, with Patty as their QB, one of the best QBs in football, is great. He struggled the last few weeks, but he did. They did beat the Patriots, you know, and obviously he's got Tyree Kill, he's got uh, Watkins, he's got Kelsey, he's got uh, Williams running back. Their defense with Fuller, Fuller, the Honey Badger, obviously Frank Clark. Their front seven isn't great, but their secondary is pretty good. Drew Locke, I don't expect. I think he'll have 300-plus yards, but he'll have two touchdowns, two interceptions. I think Drew Locke has been great so far. Cortland Sutton, depending on who's covering him, might not have a big day. Lin, Lindsey, I mean, I mean the running backs on, on, on Denver, I think will do a good amount. So I say the final score of this game is going to be pretty high scoring, but I say the Chiefs narrowly win 37-34 in a shootout and improve to 10-4. Now you got the Packers and, and the Bears. Obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers at QB, and he's had a great year, despite really only having one really good target in Devontae Adams. Their defense has played really well, uh, although I know I'm making a lot of upsets. It's at Lambeau Field. I want to say the Bears can win. Trubisky's played well in recent weeks. But considering how good the Packers' defense has played, I'm going to go with the Packers win this game. I say the final—or you know what? I don't know about that. I really don't know. The Bears' defense is tricky. I truly believe that they can hold Rodgers and the Packers. I, I I think I think the the Packers. This is a tough game. The Bears have such a good defense, but Trubisky isn't playing well against a, a not as good but good defense in Green Bay. And I say Rodgers is held to two passing touchdowns, one interception. I say the final score of this game. I'm pretty sure the Bears won the first time they played. So I'm going to say Green Bay gets them back. Aaron Rodgers. Only puts up twenty three points, but Chicago, Chicago puts up seven seventeen. Green Bay twenty three, Bears seventeen. Trubisky doesn't play great. One touchdown, two picks, but the Bears defense. It's it's a low scoring game, but for the most part, Green Bay comes on top. You got my Tampa Bay Buccaneers against Detroit Lions. Jameis Winston, okay, he's had good stats and passing touchdowns, passing yards, but his interceptions have been pretty horrible. With league leading twenty three. You got no Mike Evans. That's going to be crap for them. O.J. Howard's a great tight end, but they don't know how to utilize him the right way. The line's horrible. Jones has played well considering the circumstances, but you can't rely on him due to the O-line. Obviously, he has an injury history. You got Chris Godwin. You got one of the best front sevens in football. An improved secondary, but still not good. I expect Matt Stafford to have a good day. But that being said, the Buccaneers get it done. I say Tampa Bay wins 28. Detroit wins loses 21. So 28 Tampa Bay, Lions 21. I just think the Bucs are a better team than Detroit. And it sucks because the Bucs could be 8-6 and six right now. They lost that game against the Giants on the field goal, which is really pathetic that the field goal on the on the, on the Bucks, Matt Gay, cost us the game. Uh, you know, I'm very disappointed in him. And obviously, we could have won against the Titans. That fumble return for a touchdown was horrible. You know, I, I, now we go to the Patriots and the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to, that being said, New England gets the victory on the road here. I mean, the Bengals are a really dumb survivor team. you got Dalton, who will put up no touchdowns. I don't see the Bengals putting up any more than three points. I think it's be an utter blowout. Brady has struggled with his receivers. I, I don't think the Patriots are going to put up that many points, but I say Tom Terrific has one rushing touchdown for one yard, one, two yards. I say the rushing attack has 28 points. I say the final score of this game, New England puts up 35. Cincinnati puts up, like, 
nine. 35 Patriots, Bengals, nine. You got the Panthers against the the Hawks. Uh, obviously, you know, the Hawks, you know, you got Russ QB who's been doing great. Receiving court's good. Blocking run, run game is good. Obviously, that guy had a torn ACL, but the other running back they have is good. The defense, front seven's good. The secondary's trash. Obviously, with Carolina, you got Allen playing quarterback. He hasn't, he's started off well, but hasn't been good in recent weeks. Obviously, as you know, McCaffrey's one of the best running backs in football. I don't think he'll do a lot against the Hawks, although I do think he'll have at least one receiving touchdown. Kyle Allen has two passing touchdowns, one interception. That being said, the Panthers don't have a good secondary. They have a good front seven. I do think that that Carolina will pull off. Mm, it's tough. Who are you going to go with, the Hawks or the Panthers in this matchup? This is a tough game. But I say the Hawks pulled out on the road. I think it's going to go either way. I think Kyle Allen will have a couple touchdowns. They'll put up 24 points. But I say the Hawks get it done. They they score. They score 30. I'd say the Hawks put up 37. Panthers put up 24 in a relatively one-sided victory for the Hawks. Proved to 11-3 and make the playoffs in the AFC. Clinch a wild card spot. Now you got the Vikings and the Chargers. Obviously, Phillip Rivers has struggled this year. I do think they should try out Easton Sticker or Tyrod Taylor. But they don't know what's right for them. Melvin Gordon's playing and Eckler. Those two is a good one-two punch. You got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. I mean, they're considering how good their offense is and Phillip Rivers is playing bad, it's pretty pathetic. Rivers is kind of washed up, and they need to replace him. The defense for the Chargers, obviously Kirk Cousins. They got Derwin James back. That's going to be tough for Cousins to face. You got Casey Hayward. You got Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Jatavis Brown is tough. Um, But Minnesota... It's going to be a tough game on either side. Minnesota's secondary is really underperformed. Their front seven's good. I expect Eckler to have two total touchdowns. I expect their secondary. I, I think Rivers will have two touchdowns, one interception. It's going to be a shootout either way. But I say, on the grand scheme of things, L.A. pulls the upset at home. They put up They they put up 34 total points. or thirty. They put up 20. 30 points on the Vikings, and, and Minnesota puts up 27. or Minnesota puts up 20, 30 to 26. Chargers beat the Vikings. I just think Minnesota's going to get upset on the road. They're not used to playing in California as they're on the, you know, they're on kind of in the north. And here comes LA coming, you know, they're coming to LA. You know, they're not used to playing California in the warm conditions. And I don't, I don't think Cousins is going to do that well, especially getting Derwin James back. I, I say Der, they could have been a playoff team if Derwin James was healthy the whole season. So I say the Chargers get the win upset. The Raiders and the Jaguars, obviously the Raiders have Carr. They got J- Josh Jacobs, O-R-O-Y candidate, probably going to win it. Darren Waller, breakout tight end. Defensively, they traded Gary on Conley, but they got, you know, their front. Their defense has played better considering the lack of talent there. Obviously, Max Crosby's been a breakout candidate, fourth-round pick in this year's draft. Um... You got another good uh, playmaker on defense. You got uh, Jonathan Abrams out for the year. So the Raiders' defense isn't great, not not bad. Jacksonville, obviously no more Nick Foles, sorry, and QB. Uh, you know, you got Leonard Fournette playing running back. Their line is pretty decent. Uh, obviously, you know, their defense with Calais Campbell and A.J. Boye and Ronnie Harrison breaking out the second or third year safety at Alabama. You know, their linebacking core without Talman Smith isn't great, but their linebacking core is still decent. Their D-line is still decent. This is going to be a back-and-forth game between Oakland and Jacksonville. 
I say Oakland gets the victory. Uh, Josh Jacobs has three touchdowns, a career high. Derek Carr has two passing touchdowns. They put up 30, they put up 30, I would say they put up around 30, 38 points on Jacksonville. Jacksonville puts up around 24. I'd say the final score, Oakland 38, Jacksonville. Actually, I say Jacksonville 30 in a relatively one-sided matchup. Now you got the Browns and the Cardinals. You got the two Oklahoma quarterbacks, Baker and Kyler Murray, going at it, the two good friends. This should be an interesting game. Obviously, the, the, the Cardinals' defense with Pat Peterson, Chandler Jones isn't bad. The real problem for Arizona is that they have Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury is a really good matchup for the future. But the thing is that, you know, obviously, David Johnson's fallen out of the offense. He's been hurt. And Chase Edmonds, he doesn't fit the offense, the pass-catching you know, a little offense with running back, the pass-catching running back. Johnson could pass-catch well, but he's not as good of a fit as Chase Edmonds. Uh, obviously, you got Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald, and, you know, you got good receivers on Arizona. I, I say this could be a tough matchup, but I say Cleveland wins this game. Baker plays a decent game, bounce-back performance, two touchdowns, no picks. Kyler Murray has a decent game, although I say he he's going he's gonna to throw t- two touchdowns, one interception. The final score of this game is going to be Cleveland win, Cleveland puts up 20 Cleveland puts up I say Cleveland puts up at least 31 points Arizona puts up I would have to go with 31 Cleveland puts up 31 and Arizona puts up 24 I say that's the final Baker pulls the upset on the road Again, or not the upset. Baker gets the win on the road. Kyler Murray and him have a good duel, but I say I say the Browns get the win, considering they're the slightly better football team. Now that you got a couple couple really good matchups here, I'm gonna save the best for last. I'm gonna put the two not as good matchups. Obviously, you got the 49ers on the Falcons. Obviously, Matt Ryan or Kyle Shanahan's playing his former team that he's offensive coordinator for. Uh, the head coach Dan Quinn knows him pretty well. Obviously, you got Jimmy G playing for the 49ers. Uh, you know, starting at QB, uh, you know, you got one of the best D-lines in football with Nick Bosa, obviously, and their linebacking core, Fred Warner. Quan Alexander is a torn ACL, but you got Sherm in the secondary. You got Jimmy G at QB with good receivers, like obviously Emmanuel Sanders coming over, and you got receivers I think they should give more playing time. Jalen Hurd, their tight end's really good. Their run game with Brighton and Coleman's really good. Their line's good. The Falcons got Matt Ryan. Obviously, he's had a good year considering the circumstances. Calvin Ridley's out for the year. He's got Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, obviously Hooper, the tight end. The defense, Vic Beasley, has been a bust other than a few good years. Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell are good linebackers, but their pass rush, you know, Grady Jarrett's really the only good player on the D-line. Tack McKinley hasn't been great. Their secondary's not great either, especially with Keanu Neal out for two years in a row. Demonte KZ's fallen off after having a breakout rookie campaign. 